get a couple weeks up there, July, August, that are really nice. We were up there in July two years ago. Nights were 55 degrees. Oh, that's nice. It's just a different living up yeah. there. I don't respect it. <laughs> no offense. Contact your friend who does graphic design mm-hmm. and say, hey, we're looking for a new logo. Mm-hmm. This is our current logo, to which she will reply, why would I need to update this? Then give you the finger and then kick you in your good leg. <laughs> say Steve was right. You in? You guys want to come over for dinner? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Right. Let us know when. Mm-hmm. Have some green beans. Oh. A couple of little croissants. See, it's hard for me because I, I want more than a couple rolls. I'm a breadhead. Perfect. It's, it's a form I'm on. Breadheads. Breadheads. Texas Toast 69 is my username. <laughs> it is Saturday. February 8th, 2020, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Cobb Podcast, a.k.a. the Breadheads Podcast. I am uh, Pumpernickel 24-7, joined by my co-host, Texas Toast 69. Texas Toast 69, checking in this morning, Steve, and a, and a good breakfast Saturday morning to you as well. Of course. Yeah, this is the earliest that we have ever started recording, isn't it? Yes. It's gotta be. Yeah, I know we've it's, talked about that a few times, but I'm pretty sure... We've begun a few times in the 9 a.m., early 9 a.m. Yeah. hours, but yeah, in the, the 8 a.m. hour is... Uh, Blowing it out of the water. Pretty, it could have been the 7 a.m. hour if we didn't do what we always do. Yeah. Just, just screw around. Play with the dogs for 10 minutes. Yep, uh, yep. I say hi to Toby, which is a process. <laughs> it's, it is It is a bit of a process. We, he is not a, uh, hey, Toby, see ya. Yeah, but I yeah. like that. You know, he's uh, in my life, he's the only... Uh, living thing that's excited to see me. Mm. Yeah. Well, don't don't feel too special because he'd do that if like a burglar with a gun walked in the door. <laughs> you are not special to Toby. Ah, oh. <laughs> taking me down a peg. Yeah, eight twenty-five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the eight twenty-five recordings. You were here. Were you here before eight o'clock? Has to have been. We've Had been it. down here yeah. long down enough here now, right? Twenty minutes at least. Twenty-five minutes. You got a bit of a, a sleepy Zach this morning. Yeah, very uh, sleepy. In no the tire Zach. tracks in the snow. Mm-mm. No, nobody. It's... Obviously, in this neighborhood, I mean, nobody's working on the weekends. No, I mean, this is Not a Monday through Friday bankers hours right. neighborhood. Well, I mean, when plus they... your neighbors who we don't know what the hell they do. Yeah, they must um, work from home, maybe. I don't know. I never see them... Hide from hired contract <laughs> killers. I never see them leave. Never see them coming and going. Yeah, they've Except- got their light on, their their porch light on, their Christmas wreath up still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I'll take Box- that and jam it in their mailbox. Boxes in the front window. Boxes in the front window. I, I'm sorry. And I know we're we're harping on this, but it's so confusing to me. Because it feels like they just dropped their stuff off, put a few blo- or uh, uh, drapes mm-hmm. in the upstairs windows, and they haven't been seen since. And it's been two months. Oh, my God. Because for the first couple of weeks, we had thought, like, oh, maybe they're just, you know, they're kind of in that transition period. Maybe they're still in the process of selling their old house and, 
getting things ready and moving. But now, I mean, it's been two months at this point. That's crazy. Yeah. So, whatever. What? Maybe one day. Maybe yeah. in the spring they'll come out of hibernation and yeah. uh, extend a friendly hello. I'll say this. For the time being, this, this will be, outside of something drastic happening, this will be the last time for a while Steve's neighbor will be mentioned. Yeah. Unless That's they do something drastic. Nobody said anything, but part of me always feels like some eye rolling, maybe like, oh, God, here we go mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So Beating the dead horse. We've been known to beat some things into the ground. We've done that with Steve's neighbor. That being said, Larry Ferrari. Al, what was that guy's name? <laughs> Al Alberts. Al Alberts. <laughs> but I have a question for you this morning, Steve. Okay. You texted me this morning. Yeah. 7 a.m., whatever. Said you're ready. I could have texted you at 6 a.m. I didn't know if you'd be awake that early. I, my, um, the earliest I'll send a text to you is seven. Now there are other people that I, I would text at five in the morning. Yeah, like the people I work with, I know that they're awake even on the weekends. Even on the weekends. Okay. Um, but that being said, let me get out in front of this. If you ever wake up on a Saturday morning and you have the urge to yeah. record, send me a text. If I'm awake, I'll respond. I've done that before. Yeah. I think I may have sent you one in like the 6 a.m. Yeah. hour once. Feel free. It's never too early. Yeah, and this does, Because if I, if I hear it, I'll respond. If I don't hear it, it means I'm asleep and yeah. whatever. And that doesn't bug me anyway. But I've, uh, I've, I've switched jobs recently. And yes. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, you so are, much. It can't be said enough. But, back, uh, back amongst the working folk. Yeah. After a two-day respite <laughs> or so. Yeah. And with that... I wake up a little earlier, and I think with any new job, there's or any time there's a change like that, you you always want to make a good impression. You don't want to be late. No, you so want to this, be, so this be job, early. Yeah, so this job being earlier, but not too early. If you're that early, then you're making everybody then, else like, then you're, side yeah, then you're you. the suck up yeah. that everyone else is looking at and say, "Oh, new guys making us look bad." You want to be like so if you third in. If you start at six a.m., yeah, you don't want to get there before five fifty. Oh boy, I think I think that. Oh no. What if you do? What are we there at like three a.m.? I've been getting there on five. Hey, boss. Five forty-two. Five forty-two. Okay. Um. What? Uh. Are there other people there yet? Yes. Yeah, I've okay. never been the first person. I think you're okay then. Yeah. But, yeah, but if your guy getting there a half hour before, like, even the like the guy, yeah, you know, the established guy who's been there sixty years and wrote the handbook, yeah, that's that's bad news. But. With that, I don't want to be the guy who's late, or what, like we just talked about. But what I am doing at home now is because it is earlier that I'm waking up. Is I'll wake up. I wake up a handful of times in the middle of the night. My dog. One of my dogs wakes me up because she's a jerk, and then I'll roll over sometimes if I'm un- whatever, and I'll kind of wake up a little bit. And now I have a a momentary bit of panic every time. Sure. Thinking I missed it. I, I missed slept. It. Yeah, something happened. And so I always check my phone. Just that happened glance to me. at it. Happened to me the other morning. I woke up and it was one fifty five. My alarm goes off at three fifteen. But it you know, when you first wake up you can't see straight or anything. So through my you thought foggy, it was three foggy vision, I thought it was four fifty five. Oh which I still have plenty of time to get to work. Yeah, on you don't have to, to be there until six. The show starts at six. I'm typically there at four thirty. You've got a robot doing five a.m. now, or how does that work? Uh, no, we have Kelly doing five a.m. Oh, yeah. Who? Kelly, new intern or? <laughs> um, but yeah, I still get there. I enjoy. Well, I don't enjoy it, but 
getting there at 4.30 for me, it has become a routine. I can get a ton of stuff done. Yeah. Kind of, you know, set the table for the day. So So this intern has to roll her eyes. I go, good. Good Goody two shoes is here again. (laughs) Yep. Stepping on my toes. (laughs) Checking up on me. Making like eye over my shoulder, making sure I know how to do my job. I've been here for uh, more than a year now. Well, plus we, we moved into a new studio a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations. Can't be said enough. Thank you very much. And, um, so yeah, there's been, there's been a lot of stuff going on. We're getting a whole new, uh, automation system next week. Like the, for, for you guys can do less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, I was worried. This, this is like, this is nerve wracking, though. That that is one thing. Moving into a new studio, no big deal because all the buttons are still there and they do the same thing. It's just in a slightly different arrangement. But the new automation system, which for those not familiar with the radio industry, that's what that's the computer that airs everything. All the commercials, all the music, all of the things that go in between the music, everything comes out of that one computer so it's basically like switching from itunes to uh you know whatever other music cataloging system you have on a computer like it's completely different so but we digress wow man really are making you guys uh well less noticeable than ever less needed uh how's that ah, flip a switch now don't you yeah we hit the funny button yeah. and hope that turn on the the ha-has? Uh-huh. Ah, hang on. Could you flip it over to Sirius for a, for a minute? And then we'll no, get... No, no, not satellite radio. Sirius. Yeah, like... yeah. Like, like in-depth, uh, you know. Do you notice that, by the way? Like, when the, when the Kobe Bryant discussion, do you notice, just as an outsider's perspective, anybody, like, maybe you work with or maybe other radio or anything, mm-hmm. you always have that, hey, this is how I normally talk. How Kobe Bryant passed away today. And his, yeah. You get a little closer to the microphone. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Sad news today. All your words have to start a little higher and then end mm. lower. Just in his Calabasas. Yeah, terrible helicopter crash. Eight other people on board. That's the system. That is, that is very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very accurate uh, oh, analysis. Man, what a terrible medium. Can you imagine working in it? <laughs> but we digress. So I've been having this where I, I wake up a lot and I check the time. And that happened a little bit this morning. And I know, obviously, I didn't have to work this morning. But I had texted you yesterday, Steve, asking if I could uh, ask you if we could record a little earlier. We we're going to try to do in the 8 a.m. hour. Anyway. Happy to do it. Happy to do it. Always. Ha- I'd record at 4 a.m. Don't care. No. <laughs> no. The only oh, time there, we'll oh, do that. If there was ever a night that you were up late, you know, watching the big game or something, uh-huh. and you thought, maybe I'll just just dive right into this, you, so, just, you give me a call. So that elusive midnight sporting event start. Right. Well, I mean, you've heard about those like those hockey games that go to seven overtimes and they end at three in the morning. Oof. If you're watching that. So your idea is that I'm so hooked to the Vancouver Canucks <laughs> and Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a West I, Coast rivalry. I mean. I'm so wired. That I'm, hey, we might as well just stay up and knock yeah. this thing out. Yeah, because I, I'm assuming you'd show up to my door, yeah. still wearing your uh, Ducks jersey, holding your Canucks pennant, yep. because you can't decide. You're just no. yeah, such I'm a, a big, fan of sport. Such such a big fan of both teams. Yeah. Um, but I texted you asking that, so I didn't want to oversleep, and I didn't, I didn't set an alarm because usually 8 a.m. is pretty standard around the house. Mm-hmm. But I happened to look 
see your text around 720 and say, oh, you know what? I'll get uh, I'll get moving. I'll get up. I texted you back. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Because my text was just, hey, I'm ready to roll whenever you are. Yep. And I said, I'm brewing coffee. That was at uh, about 8, 830 or 730. Mm-hmm. And here, here's the question I have for you. I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have a reciprocating saw? It was your reply. Yeah. Now that I'm not saying that to be like, oh, that's out of context. No, that's totally fine. I understand mm-hmm. that. I know what you're doing. You're doing a bathroom remodel. Right. And by sending that reply, I'm I'm acknowledging that I saw your other one. Sure. And you're trying to, in my mind, you're trying to say, hey, before you go, do you have this? Yeah. I'm not just. It's not just a Saturday morning chit chat conversation. Like, oh, you got a yeah, you got a reciprocating saw. What kind yep. of you got? How many amps is it? You got the eight amp or the twelve amp? So I said, yes, I do. I'll bring it, question mark. Now, here's my question to you, Steve. Mm-hmm. When I texted you that, yeah, you know me, D.I. Kyle, okay? Yeah. Not known for uh, being very smart or intelligible. But right, yeah. Dick Kyle is too- not a smart guy. Didn't pronounce it that way. <laughs> Didn't say it that way either. Well, I mean, look, I'm just trying to truncate Boy, things. hang on a second. <laughs> We're on a schedule here, man. Just trying to, just trying to, you know, make things names offensive, make things concise. Just said he's not smart. I don't remember saying that part either. Well, I mean, some would say that maybe you said that. At least we agree. Some people are saying, "Wow, there's there's a corner of the internet." (laughs) I can't believe it. So when you sent that text, Mm -hmm. or when you read my reply, yes, I do. I'll bring it. Mm -hmm. Did you have? A few moments where you thought he has no idea what a reciprocating saw is. Yeah, but uh-huh. let me—I I need to give a little bit of uh, background for that. Okay, because I asked that same question to a friend of ours, Cy Nolan Ryan Young, okay. yesterday. I said, "Hey, man, do you have a reciprocating saw? What, he bring maybe... you over a table saw?" Well, the other night I said to him, "Do you have a reciprocating saw?" And he said, "A reciprocating saw." Or a sawzall. They're not the same thing? And I said to him, what's the... I said, please tell me the difference. Yeah. Because sawzall is a brand of reciprocating saws. A saw that you hold that has a blade that goes out and in and out and in. Used to cut things. D.I. Kyle here signing off. Yeah. So then... But I, I, like, psyched myself out and thought, oh, maybe I... Maybe I've been wrong all along. Maybe they're different. Like, maybe he thinks I mean a, a jigsaw. Yeah. And uh, so he eventually, I, I forget how it ended, but he's like, yeah, yeah, I got one. Just, you know, grab it whenever you need it. And then I was going to pick it up yesterday. Forgot. Didn't happen. Right. So I figured if you were, you were already coming over here, save myself a trip later on. Yep. So I then said, because again, I'm in my own head yeah. now thinking, okay, if I didn't, maybe, maybe I'm not the only one that... <laughs> That doesn't know what is what. Yeah. So I screenshotted one and sent it to you, and I said, like, this is what I'm looking for to clarify. Okay. Because that was my assumption. <laughs> when I'm sitting there. But that being said, I still was a little unsure if you knew. Steve, I use it to cut branches. <laughs> I've used it to cut out a shower of my own. I wish I had sent you a picture of a hammer. <laughs> that are like your, this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> your crew drawing. Of one, or oh, it's kind of got this, and the blade goes like you hold it like you're holding a machine gun. <laughs> because let, 
you you know, anytime that you see videos, that's how reciprocating saws are held. Right. Kind of tucked into your side, under your arm, and then you just watch the blade fly back and forth, and you can play, you know, uh, cops and robbers with it. Yeah. Okay, that was my question, because, uh, yeah, I got that picture a second later. I didn't respond <laughs> to it, because I was like, yeah, I, right. I, I know, and I just said, yeah, I'm, I'm headed there, I'll be there in a few. Yeah. But in my mind, <laughs> you thought I was going to walk over with, you know, a table saw or a hand saw, which would have still worked. Or one of those old timey drills where you actually yeah, have you to, have to like... spin it. <laughs> I was shocked, though, when when I said, hey, do you have a reciprocating saw? And you replied, yep, I'll bring it. What? That's the that's like the one thing that the one tool that you have that I don't. I, I apparently I yeah. used to have that exact same one, though. Oh yeah, that's and then, the uh, if I remember if I've if I recognize the brand right, that's the old uh, that's the Harbor Freight, Harbor Freight special, yep. right? I had that oh, it's one. Beautiful though, gets and, uh, the job done so well. Mine didn't work so well, and ended up like I was trying to cut something, and then there was just a pop, and a spark, and a lot of smoke, and then it didn't work anymore. And that was the death. That was the death of it. Yeah. So no, we have it. Yeah, boy, I'll do my best what to not. What tool could I have that you don't? There can't be much. Hmm. Um, I mean, you have. Do a you dr- have the hand drill? What's like a hand, hand drill? <laughs> the one that you have to spin by. I wouldn't be surprised if it's somewhere after uh, my wife's grandfather died a few years ago, and I got a bunch of uh, tools. Yeah. Those are always the cool ones, too, because they're they're the ones that they're probably 60 years old, 70 years old, and they're just like, they're solid. Yeah. But they're also worn down. So I got a mix of like old hand saws and adjustable wrenches that are rusted closed. (laughs) But then he also had stuff that like he never opened that even I look at. I was like, why does this exist? Like a LED precision screwdriver set. And it's like... (laughs) Do we need LED lights on these things now? Is that do you necessary? Think, do you think maybe they were gifts? Like, uh, you know, the young grandkids or something. Grandpa, lo- Grandpa loves tools. Yeah. Because I'm sure that I did that when I was a kid. I probably, probably gave my dad or my, my grandfather, who was he was really handy. He had a whole you know workshop and wood yeah. shop and everything. I'm sure that I gave him just garbage, like a hammer with a horn on it or something. Well, let's clear the air. Nobody liked any of those gifts that they got from their kids from... What was it? Secret Santa. Uh, Ours was the holiday shop. The ho- oh, jeez, you guys were the forward thinking, weren't you? <laughs> Didn't want to offend the no religious. No, because my town had people that weren't Christian. I know it's it's shocking to to believe. Santa's not Christian. <laughs> well, it's a Christian Calling holiday. It, you guys are showing more respect to religion by well, we don't want to use Santa and. Well, we had the so we had the holiday shop, and I remember there's actually video of it. It's it was Christmas, either 1985 or 1986, probably 1986. I would have been five years old, so like kindergarten age, and um, so our, my parents would give us each, I don't know, probably five bucks at the time to go to the holiday shop, and we had to do all of our. I had to get my brother, my sister, my mom, and my dad a gift for you know all on all five dollars total, maybe ten dollars total. Yeah, and so and, it's all crap. Oh, it's all garbage. Yeah, it's keychains and It's uh, like if you went to the dollar store into like the trinket section, that's yeah. what it is. Somehow even more so marked up though. Yeah. At the uh, what was it called again? The holiday shop. The, <laughs> the non-denominational uh purchase exchange. <laughs> <laughs> so there's video of my dad uh opening the gift that I got him when I was 5 years old or 4 years old and he holds it up to the camera and he goes, "Look, an eraser and it's 
It's literally just a little rectangle eraser. <laughs> and it's funny because you see me in the video, and I'm so proud of it. Huh? Like, huh? Good one, right, Dad? Well, my dad was a teacher, so he was always writing. Dad, I've seen you on your desk. <laughs> All that time you've been erasing stuff, you're covered for a while. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you think was the worst gift you ever got your parents? Oh, man. I think at some point everybody got something that had world's best whatever yeah. on it, right? Yeah. And world's nobody brother, wants world's one of best those mom, things. World's best. You know, it's weird because um, before having a daughter, I would have told you that's all garbage. But now but you're now, waiting. Oh, man. I am going to melt and cry like a baby if Evelyn ever brings me something like a mug, a world's best dad mug. Yeah. Oh, that'll kill me. What if you found out it was like $4 less than what she got Annette? I'd be a little hurt. Right? This Orbit. only leads to fractured families. Orbit says, like, world's third best dad. Oh. You heard it here, folks. The holiday shop for kids only leads to fractured families. Yeah. That's it. You yeah, in my, case, in my case, 100% accurate. My parents didn't make it. You think it was the eraser? It could have been the eraser. You want to call your mom and ask? Or your dad and ask? Because I remember getting my hey, mom. Hey, mom. When you and dad split up, did dad ever mention anything about that eraser? <laughs> the eraser from 85. <laughs> was that in, was that like when you guys were in court, uh, you know, uh, fighting over the money that no one had? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's my $35. <laughs> Stupid. Just idiots. Like you made it thirty years. You couldn't just. Uh, you weren't. Uh, you weren't in it for the long haul at that point. That's scary. Ugh, man. Yeah. But yes, I mean, look at that. Steve's eraser led to the demise of a family. <laughs> somewhere deep down, all of your siblings, parents themselves, are holding some type of resentment. I can't say you. I blame them. Can't say I blame them. Uh, that is on the poll right now at Steve and <laughs> Kyle Facebook and Twitter. Find them there every week. Was there ever a gift? From a child's secret Santa shopping at school that was good. No. I can remember the one that I got. Um, or some maybe somebody got it from me, or I got it for myself. I don't know. But you know how the um like any board game has the little timer with mm -hmm. the sand in it, the hourglass. Well, there was one at the uh, You just brought him an hourglass? <laughs> there was one at the holiday shop, and it wasn't sand, it was it was blue liquid. Okay. And it had this, like, series of, uh, like, you flip the thing over, and then, so the liquid goes from the top to the bottom, but it goes through, like, this little track, and then it drips down, and there's, like, a little uh, water wheel in there, that so Boy. it spins. That thing Man. was the coolest. Like a part cheesy version of an hourglass, <laughs> right? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, complete garbage. And who got that? I got that. Oh, you got yeah, that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if someone... Yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't remember if someone got it for me or if I just bought that myself. Like I, I took the money I was supposed to buy other people gifts with. And, and I bought like, yourself. Screw this. Yeah, I got $2 extra. Maybe I'll just tell them I'm buying this for my cousin. I'll do that thing where I, uh, I, I, I exclaim like, no, no, no it's for both of us. We're going to share it. Sure. Yeah. Boy, part of me wonders, do you, think, uh, do you think Brother Mike's up and do you think he'd answer this question honestly okay. about if he ever got anything good? your nephews from secret santa oh he i mean he's definitely up he would he would answer that do we want to uh 
Shoot we'll him a text. Go ahead. I was thinking if we wanted to call him. We could, well, maybe shoot him a text. See, are you, okay, all right. I'll, I'll put the See, feeler the, out the there. The problem is, though, if the, if the boys know that he's talking to Uncle Kyle on the phone, they're going to want to be a part of it, and that could lead to some awkwardness if he has to talk about the crappy gifts that they gave him. Yeah. Do you have a second to talk covertly? <laughs> no kids around. <laughs> On the podcast, because also I want some real world experience. I mean, I guess I could call my mother, but I don't want my feelings to be hurt. I'd rather have. (laughs) So you think even 30 years later, 28 years later, whatever, your feelings would still be hurt over. Well, I don't think anybody likes to hear that the gift you gave sucks. No, definitely. Whether you're five or six years old or whether you're 28 or 40 years old, it doesn't matter. Like, you don't want to be told that at any point. Yeah, I put a smile on, (laughs) but it, you know, it wasn't genuine. Yeah, but, you know, I bet that your mom would probably say that, yes, while the, while the gift that you may have gotten her, you know, the, whatever your version of the eraser was. Sure. The sponge or whatever. Yeah, the, the kitchen, the kitchen sponge was, um, was silly. She would probably still say that she loved it regardless. Because it came from you. It came from her child. You know, flesh and blood. I would have thought that, Steve, but let me tell you a quick tale while I wait for no Brother point. Mike to reply to us. Okay. Now, granted, my brother is the handy one in the family. There's no question. He Not the fast one. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, hey. Maybe handy, but the work takes a while. Hey. That is unacceptable. My apologies. That's, that's very sorry. Rude. He did. Uh, so the, at, at our high school, anyway, there was an option to essentially build a home that then the company would sell, whatever. Mm-hmm. He did that a couple of years in a row. Oh, like as part of a class? Like It was a class. He'd go out on the, yeah, it was on the job house site. Class and, and it was okay. like half the day. So for two or three hours, they'd be out building a house. Yeah. And obviously, before you do that, you take your basic wood shop class. And the basic wood shop class, at least at the high school we went to, is probably still doing the exact same regiment and things to build that they were doing 30 years ago. So you got your customary birdhouse. We didn't even get that deep. Really? See, we no. did We did birdhouse, then we had a clock. Okay. And then jewelry wow. box. Well, you guys were fancy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should have seen the clocks. They were very nice. We <laughs> did. It was a block of wood, and then they said, drill a hole in the front of it, and here's the clock mechanism. Stick it in there. <laughs> I made... Two items, I believe. Well, three total. I don't even know what the third one was. Whatever. All I know is I made a jewelry box mm-hmm. that felt lined. No, come on. No, no. It was like a, uh, like a light purple veneer. Oh. Something inside with. Oh, very nice. But I, I still have it. I still use it. It works. I have no reason to get rid of it. Yeah. Does it look like hell, though? No. Oh, man. Hinges are in great. I'll bring it next week. You can judge the, <laughs> oh, the worksmanship on it. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> That. That's a big reason it's to tune It's a reason in. to tune in. Next week, Kyle's jewelry box makes an appearance. Not only is that a reason to tune in, that is the A-bit. <laughs> We're opening the show mm-hmm. with Steve's review of Kyle's jewelry box from uh, sophomore year in high school. Uh, as we as we talk here, I have a growing concern that Brother Mike is awake or available. 
So we may have to punt this guy. Oh, in 10 minutes, he is awake. He is at Daniel's game. Okay. He play mm-hmm. hockey? Uh, Daniel, it's probably a basketball game. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why I was only thinking soccer and hockey. No, he he plays uh Yeah, basketball, baseball, okay. soccer. But in high school, the the main thing that the first thing they would have you build because you'd use a lot of uh different tools was a cutting board in the shape of an apple. Oh, okay. So you're using the jigsaw, you're using the uh, sander. Yep. You're using, I think. Maybe, they, a, maybe a router to round the edges yep, over a bit. Yep. And I think for just because they had it, they probably had you use a lathe okay. and totally unnecessarily for a piece of wood that size. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know how you'd use a lathe on, a, on something that's flat. Typically, that's used to turn like a well, baseball bat or maybe something. Maybe I'm thinking of the uh, of the wrong tool. What's the one you'd put it through if it's warped? Oh, planer. The planer, yeah. not the lathe. I don't yeah. even know what a lathe is. A lathe, a lathe is like what you would use if you had a, a so four by four two ends on and it and you wanted and to would, turn it into a baseball bat. Shred, so you cl- you okay. basically yeah, you wow. run a, you run like a, a blade along the side of it and it Look at that. 850. I've learned something. <laughs> You're right, Steve. You learn something every week on the Stephen Kyle podcast. It is going to be a good day today. But my brother, obviously a few years older than me, had taken that exact same class. Still taking it, actually. Hey, that is not okay. I know. That's what I said when you slid the piece of paper across that said, make fun of Robert. And you had that line written on it. Really mean. Wholly unacceptable. (laughs) That that is a topic. Man, this is going to fire up the rivalry again. The, the next- last time you interacted, by the way, <laughs> was at my son's birthday, where you went up to him to just say hi. No, this was at his um, Fourth of July party. Well, you've seen him since then, though, right? But I, I the the interaction, the uh, the tense interaction, was at the Fourth of July okay. party last summer, I, <laughs> where you said, "Hey, whatever, nice lawn." I or- said, "Yeah," because it, we we went over to to Robert's house. Bunch of people there. Everyone yeah. set up in the driveway. Food, drinks. Yeah. They were playing, uh, uh, what do you Bean call bags. it? Yeah, playing playing bags in the front yard. And his his lawn looks beautiful. Right. And I said to him, I was like, dude, you're grass. Like, this is like the nicest grass I've ever seen. And he said, yeah, what the hell do you know about that? <laughs> Obviously, tension's high. <laughs> a little bit. I said, I, that, was a, um, that was a compliment that I paid you. <laughs> Immediately on his heels. Lashes out like a snake who's been startled. <laughs> oh, so he took that. He's obviously taken the basic wood shop and was probably pretty darn good at it if he progressed to the point mm-hmm. where he was building a house or helping build a house. So he had made the apple shaped cutting board. You know, you get the wood and then you got the nice. Oh, uh, no. They put a little veneer thing on the, I think, a veneer yeah. on the top. Yeah. And uh, gave it to my mother. Uh oh. A few years later. So they were still went. doing the apple. Yeah, oh yeah, public they school, Steve. Oh. They're not up, upgrading the curriculum. I don't know. I, w- I would have thought that in a couple of years they have, they could have cut out a new template, like make it a pear or something, <laughs> a banana. Nah, nah, man. You're I on a, a banana shaped uh, cutting board. It should go. Without- wouldn't be very effective unless you were cutting bananas. Yeah, yeah. What could you <laughs> cut? <laughs> you know, it would be a real task for those kids is a banana shaped cutting board, but like a banana. With some peel 
Oh, that would be nice. But then people would look at it and be like, what is that, it a would firework? Be- <laughs> or what, what, like, what is that? <laughs> so a few years later, I went through it, and it should go, you know, as we make fun of the curriculum, it should uh, be said that the shop coach was also the baseball coach, and let's just say he cared about one thing more than the other. <laughs> and not the other, yeah. So I went through it, made my apple cutting board a few years later. You know, you stain it, you put a nice stain on it. Yeah. I thought it looked pretty darn good. Bring it home, give it to my mother. And I, I don't even know when, because it was never addressed or talked about. But I remember a few years later, looking, being like, hey, where's my apple cutting board that I made you? Mm-hmm. And again, this is high school, so I'm not like yeah, a five-year-old probably, wondering why she's not wearing her popcorn necklace. Yeah, you're I probably made her. 14, yeah. 15 maybe. And, oh, I gave that to so-and-so. I didn't need two. Oh, which is fair. It's a fair assumption. Well, but boy, talk about a uh, talk about a punch in the stomach. Well, I would assume that uh, like I never really thought about that stuff. All the crap that you'd bring home and give to your parents, right? The stupid artwork or the little projects or something. Never really thought too much about it until we moved into this house and previous owners had left a bunch of crap here. And I was going through. I was putting stuff. We have a like an attic above the garage, mm-hmm. and I wanted to store some just a few things up there. And I went up there, and there were four garbage bags filled, like so full that they were standing up, uh-huh. um, like the full height. And when I opened them up, I realized that they were just stuffed with projects and artwork and all this crap oh. from when their kids were no doubt in school. And uh, so I still had the, I had the woman, the the woman who used to live here, I had her phone number just from, she, like when we were at closing, she was like, hey, I'll stop by and drop off the keys or whatever. Sure. Just, what's your phone number? So she had texted me saying, oh, I'm on my way. So I still had her number, went back through the phone and I said, hey, um, I was just up in the attic and I found all of these projects in there. Do you want to stop by and pick them up? And she just said, absolutely not. (laughs) So I threw them all in the garbage. But again, there were four bags of them. It was really inconvenient that she didn't want to come and pick them up. Yeah. Because I couldn't fit them all into the garbage can for one week. That's a couple. That's a couple of trips. Man. But yeah. Well, I mean. So I'm assuming that my parents did the same and that I will eventually do. I think it's a rite of passage. At some point, you're going to look at that stuff and say, hey. While I enjoyed it and while I thought it was, you know, it was special. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, in my 50s, she's, you know, Evelyn's 19 now. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to go back and look at, uh, you know, the art project of mommy, daddy and me when she was five. Oh, man, that's going to crush me, though, to throw it out. I think I think that because I definitely have it's weird. I have hoarding tendencies, but I also have purging tendencies. And I think that. Because I know I'm sentimental and I want to keep stuff, I it makes me purge more often to, like, not let the clutter build up. Um, so I think that the best bet is going to be when she brings it home, it'll be on the refrigerator for a week, and then it'll be right in the garbage. And maybe I'll take a picture of it, and we'll have, like, a photo album of all of her artwork. Well, let me make you feel bad then, so you don't do that. Okay. Because I don't think that's a long enough time. I think you got to give it at least a month. Really? Yeah. So you think I have to have, like, a... Christmas like, picture 
I, I almost need like um like an inventorying system where it comes yeah. in. I print out a barcode, slap it on it, scan it, and then when its time is up, it like turns green or something. <laughs> Hear they, me out. They make one of them. Hear me out. Here's how you handle it. And this is what I've done with my nephews who draw me pictures of all different types of things. Deadpool, Spider-Man. Right. They draw me all types of things that I put in the fridge. Just slap the newest one on top of the old one. That way you're not getting rid of any. You still have one on the fridge, so it can't be a why'd you get rid of my picture conversation. You gotta have some strong magnets, though, because once you get four or five pieces of construction right? no, paper. No question. No So question. how many do you get before you take the last one down and get rid of it? Probably four or five. Okay. Probably four or five. Yeah, the last one I had to make a, a quick hook on. It was a bit violent. <laughs> Didn't want that welcoming people into the home. <laughs> okay. It was Deadpool who had severed somebody's head. Oh, that's very nice. Lovely photo. I see, uh, I see Robert's teaching them well. Hey, hey, Deadpool is a valid superhero to be a fan of. Definitely. But, you know, maybe uh, maybe don't let your kid watch stuff that's so violent. I mean, I'm just... Now, before we get <laughs> to Brother you know, Mike... Look, I have four and a half months of parenting experience. <laughs> you think he needs you to come over? Show him how to run things? He might, yeah. Maybe uh, help him get his house in order? Seems a little crazy. Before we call Brother Mike, I wanted to quickly go over the polls from last week, Steve. Okay. Uh, we were talking about your couple's massage. That yes. Was, uh, <gasps> not just a massage. Was ours. No. You didn't... No, why would You I? didn't make an appointment. No, it seems awful. Uh, but last week, you said that you would enjoy it. Ugh. Come on, you got Valentine's Day next week? Ugh. Fully clothed. Sorry, Katie. Once again, yeah, I she, tried. She can go alone. Just video. Oh, that, yeah, it was very, very romantic. Just video chat me if you want. <laughs> Reading a book. Somewhere at home. You'll be sitting at home and like with your uh with your sky mall massager yep. <laughs> on your shoulder blades. And, and even then going, ooh, that's a little too hard. Maybe I don't like that as much. So are you team massage? And this a little this surprised me a little bit. Sixty four percent said yes. I thought it'd be higher. Yeah, I wonder if it's because a lot of people just I think some people just don't do it. Even though they think they'd enjoy it, they just like, it took me 30-some years before I had a massage. Yeah. and it, But I felt like I was in a pretty steep minority there when discussing it. Yeah. Just because people rave about them. Like, oh, you leave their feelings so you refreshed and so, so uh, good. It couldn't be better. The other question, and this is part two, really, of the same question. It was the same question posted two weeks in a row. Mm -hmm. But after hearing last week's episode... Should Steve give up on his newest neighbor? Oh, even I voted yes. And with a total of 56% what? Percent of the votes said yes. That is mind-blowing that it's so low. I can't believe it. I, I thought, can't believe it. Yeah, I thought we'd be up in the 80 to 90%. Yeah, let me scroll really quickly here to try to find what it was the week before. Like we said, it was 56% said, yes, you should. 44% said no, uh, that you should stick it out. And, oh boy, Amelia must have asked coming back as we scroll. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We, oh, look, we got a whole other episode to get to. Duck chat? Duck chat. Yeah, we'll call it the quack attack. So, and quack, two weeks ago, should Steve go give the up on his quack? new neighbors? Po Stephen Kyle pot oh, quack pass. We're, we're in sports. The state. quack passed. <laughs> we're in we're in sports state territory. I don't know what you're talking about. The quack passed. 
Why past? Cast. Quack cast. <laughs> Quack cast. Quack cast. <laughs> the pack quest. Pack quest. <laughs> but we a lot of options. <laughs> None of them good. But options. And one week ago, Steve, 59% of the audience said you should give up on your new neighbor. So hearing so that it's update... Climbing, it's climbing slowly. In my favor. But still, after right. a week... Only after hearing that update last week, only 3% of people changed their mind. Mm. So there's still, listen, and this is another shocker to me, because there's a lot more people who are giving you the rah-rah, you know, tough it out. Tell me to keep going. Unbelievable. They're insane. Man, Uh, we do have an affirmation, Steve. Brother Mike's available. Did we want to get him on the horn? Yeah, let's give him. Let's give let's him. A give call. Brother Mike yeah. a call now. Tell now him, again, tell him to keep it concise. We got yeah. it. We're uh, on a strict, yeah, time restraint here. Yeah. As we backtrack again, we're going to call our brother Mike because uh, our two nephews have obviously given him gifts sure. from the uh, holiday shop. Yes, at the school he goes to at the school they go to, and we're going to ask if there actually has been anything. How do we phrase it without being offensive? Oh, he won't be offended by it. No, not him. Well, it's not like your nephews are going to hear. No. So, yeah, we'll just say, did any of them not suck? Because that's that's my running theory. Is that they're all garbage. Is that they're, it's all garbage. And that if you're a parent that's received one of those, you're waiting for the day. You can relocate it to the trash can and never have to see it again. Yeah. Why is this not working? <laughs> Come on, man. Phone is not configured to allow calls. Oh, maybe this has something to do with your Apple Care visit this week. <laughs> it could. It could. We might. We might have to go old school here. It might not be uh, right, ideal. One hundred and eighty-nine <laughs> episodes in, we're going to make a call and hold it up to the microphone. That works. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Uh, we're just talking here. We're talking about. Um, uh, like holiday shop gifts. Yeah, you know, you know, Mike. Like the uh, when you have to give your kids like twenty bucks, and they have to go to yeah. the Secret Santa shop and buy something for parents and siblings or whatever. Right? You're familiar. I'm very familiar. Okay. Now, the question we have for you, because I have a running theory: Have you ever received anything that doesn't totally suck? Um. One year that said number one dad, which, uh, which, which, as far as tchotchkes go, was, was pretty good. But yeah, everything else is uh, crap. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's a, so, do you, but you obviously you still put on the big, uh, the big smile and song and dance, right? Yeah, you have to do that because this is, the, you know, this is the only chance the kids have to, you know. To, to, so to speak, return the favor. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, but, but it's, it is 99.5% crap. I, 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 will, I will tell you that is a racket um, with, with way too high a percentage going to the school district without the requisite uh, reduction in uh, school and property. Oh, look at now we're getting political. Look now, at this. Listen, you get a finance man on the phone, you're going to get the numbers broken down for you whether you like it or not. Now, what do you? What have you done with those other gifts, Mike? That I mean, do you keep them because you don't want them to find out you've thrown them away, or have you covertly thrown them away in the years? 
Yeah, no, February. February, February. February 8th. February 8th. So Christmas was like six weeks ago? Yeah. Yep. I, I can't even remember what they got me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how little I know or recall about this. Well, it's good to hear that, that our, our suspicions were confirmed. Yeah, yeah, because, boy. Uh, yeah, because obviously um, we're both young fathers here. We're looking forward to getting those first gifts, but... Pretty sure that it's just going to be garbage. Oh, it's just going to suck. Let's put it this way. The gift is, not to get sentimental, but the gift is the fact that they are excited about handing this, handing over such a, you know, you're going through the process, basically. Yeah, yeah. All that said, all that said, I think by the time they're like in third grade, like even Daniel knows this is crap, you know? (laughs) Joey, Joey. Joey's still, you know, a little, a, a little fresh-faced kid. He's all still happy to, you know, to, to, to pass the gifts over. Well, yeah, I think even Daniel realizes that was crap. Well, that that can't be true. You you just called Daniel a nice kid. I have videos of him calling me really mean names. That's no, Joey. And, although that was yeah, Joey? Joey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, jo- I've had videos of Joey uh, sending saying really mean things to me. Yeah, telling you that the Pistons stink. Stink. Yeah, so I think you're wrong. I think Joey's known for years that he's pawning off crap on you and he's pocketing the the, the margins. <laughs> yeah, but uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, but but you have to do it. You know, it's just one of those things. It's like uh, it's like you got to take your kids to Disney World. You have to, and then you have to pawn over you know twenty bucks a kid to get crap at Christmas. Oh, you know. All right. Yeah, well, I, we- I I do have. I'm sorry, Steve. One That's quick. Right follow up before I let you go because we also talked about this and now we have a running theory here Steve says there's a video of when he was a child when you were both children of him giving your father an eraser for Christmas mm-hmm. yeah it was like it's it's the infamous Christmas 85 or 86 video now do you remember that um I can't say I specifically remember that but but the the running theory now that we have going along with that is that Steve's gift of the eraser it has has a part to play in your parents' divorce. Can you confirm that? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't discount the theory. You know? <laughs> well, it's, uh, no, I, I just wanted to check. I mean, at least you and I are on the same page. I didn't want to hurt little Stevie's feelings here in his late 30s, but I feel like it's time the truth finally came out, you know? Well, you know, that that, that could be a whole separate podcast. Yeah. So, uh... yeah. Maybe we'll call you back for that one. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you yeah, taking be... the time. All right, gentlemen. Have a good day. See ya. Oh, see you, Mike. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, that was Re- revealing. That was something. <laughs> a real turn for you, Steve. <laughs> it sure did. Sure did. <laughs> uh, remember, a little shorter episode this week because there is a Fast Five episode coming up. Yeah, just a couple of days or who knows, maybe you already have it if you're listening to this later well, in the week. Well into the future. Yeah, thanks again to everybody who tuned into Sports State last week. Uh, different episode. I really enjoyed doing it, though, Steve. So you got another one coming up uh, next week, week and a half from now, roughly. Yeah, and it was actually listen. The topic of sports state last week you can make fun all you want about Steve not being a sports guy. It was something that you and I spoke about before we recorded our regular podcast last week. Kobe, Kobe Bryant, and uh, but not his death per se. It was about how 
kind of the world looks at Kobe and how the world handles celebrity uh, celebrity deaths and how it's a curious way that it that it happens. I said, yeah, I saw the description. I have not listened to it yet, although I did download it. I hey, plan on listening to it. Don't care. Delete it for all I care. You've got <laughs> delete to download. It and download it again. Yeah, and then and then rate, review, and subscribe, which is what everybody begs for. Uh, that, yes, that is totally unnecessary. Yeah, exactly. Rate, review, subscribe. Do that for all the podcasts that we deliver. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Stephen Kyle, and if you want to give us a call, four two four three zero SK Pod. 424-307-5763 you can call or text that number we will talk to you next time on the Fast 5 episode see ya